Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review. There still is wrestling. There's no fans, but there still is wrestling. Um, thank you for listening. You just stumbled across this here. Check us out, kfpodcast.com and the KF Podcast on all your social media sites. Check out our YouTube channel at the KF Podcast and listen to the Pop Culture Week in Review where we talk about all this craziness happening in the world. Speaking of crazy, here, practicing social distancing. We have Ken from his house. Hello. And Brock from his house. Hello. And I'm here in the basement all alone with my toys. Uh, so we're all here. We're all doing good. If you want to hear us bitch about the virus and all that, listen to the Week in Review. Here we just bitch about wrestling. Right? Right. Yes. Yep. Answer my own question. So the big news story, um, everybody's doing uh, shows with no live crowds now. That's the thing. So the big story is Mania, WrestleMania last week. We didn't know the fate of it. This week we do. It's getting moved. Um, it's actually going to be two nights now, which, Ken, wasn't that your idea? Yeah, that's whenever I found out they were going to do it. I said they should. the Hall of Fame's not going to happen. They yep. would take NXT, take over, and have it go against an AEW show. Yeah. Or stretch it out and have all those can be main events of NXT shows for a month. Yep. Um, and then uh, yeah. you can have two nights for WrestleMania. It's a way that they can kind of test this out and see if people will tune in for two nights. Yeah. And then, you know, they can make a bigger event out of it over a weekend if, if it draws good numbers on the network. Yeah. Um, it's also going to be... It's going to be in two locations also, from what I understand. Um, there's rumors that they might do some pre-taping. That's a rumor been going around. That some of the match, matches might get pre-recorded, which doesn't really matter. If there's no fans, who cares when they record it? Yeah. Um, that way you can edit out mistakes and make it as perfect as you want. Um, that's a good idea. Where do you think the other location might be, Brock? I have no idea. Do they still get access to the arena and do something there? To Tampa? Yeah. They may. Because... I mean, let's talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about AEW too much, but the feel that they had with an open arena in yep. the pyro, you know, they can still try to go for that effect. Yeah, do it in arena. They could. I also heard there was talks of maybe Madison Square Garden and just being in there alone in the garden. Wow, which well, would be a big deal. I mean, that's a, you know. But that's, here's the only thing I'm going to say about Madison Square Garden is, to, to, to bring stuff into there and to do any kind of work that's a union job. And I doubt that if they're, New York City's got any quarantine stuff going on, yeah. that the union will let them bring stuff in. Well, that would be the same for Tampa Bay, too. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like a New York labor union's a little bit tougher than a Florida, you know. Yeah. So. Because if they want to do... Um, if they want to get like the set up all the stuff in Tampa Bay and bring it all in, that could be challenging too. I don't know. That's a tough one because you're right. There's a lot of people other than the wrestlers involved. Yeah. Right. To set up those stages and stuff, that's hundreds of people probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. To have a stage. That way I don't think they would go that grandiose because setting up that stage, that's a lot of work. So, so, shows with no audiences, we had the first one last week, the SmackDown show that kicked it off, and um, yeah, that was one of the strangest things I've ever seen, the first show they did with no fans. That was really 
odd. You know, you had that first match with the girls wrestling, and uh, it was really strange. I think with them wrestling in silence, is, is it is a little strange. Wrestling in silence is hard. It was hard. I mean, even whenever you uh, wrestle, like, you know, there's in a video game, I don't know, I usually have to listen to music with it. Yeah. Even though they have the fans on it. But, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's tough. Yeah. And then, you know, they, they went ahead and they showed um, uh, the Elimination Chamber men's match, which that one I was okay with when they did that because I thought, you know, a lot of people didn't watch that pay-per-view. The cells were down. This reason. Yeah, yeah, they missed out on it. So you showed it, and it was like, Good, because people were like, wow, this was actually good, and I missed this. I didn't see this. So um, I thought that was, you know, a good move by them. Um, I actually thought that was one of the better interviews that Roman Reigns ever did. <laughs> Maybe because the crowd wasn't there to boo him, but he sounded more yeah. normal and more natural, you know. Right, right. He wasn't, like, saying cheesy lines and shit like that. Um, I enjoyed the Daniel Bryan Cesaro stuff. I thought that was decent, you know, just to see them... They had people ringside, so it was making a little bit, you know, Sami Zayn was talking. There was a lot going on. And Triple H did a good job being funny the whole night. That was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, felt bad for Jeff Hardy. That was his big return to that. But, <laughs> um, but the, yeah, yeah, it's got to be tough to, to, to come back, and that's your big, you know, yeah. your big comeback from almost a year off. And, and no one cared? Well, um, people cared. But people cared, but yeah. Now, the last segment, the Bray Wyatt versus Cena, I thought that worked perfect in a, in a, in a quiet arena. That was actually very, yeah. very good. What was your thoughts on that there, bro? They're both good talkers. Yeah, it was good. The way he was leading the whole, like, Bray Wyatt's such a, a jerk, and he, he holds people back, and he's taking the place of people that should be wrestling with his stuff. And then all of a sudden, Bray was just in the crowd. Like, Bray, that was pretty good, you know. I enjoyed that a lot. I- I feel like Cena does that. Did that same promo against uh, Roman Reigns a couple years ago when they fought it. Was it Survivor Series or WrestleMania? But it's uh, it's it's a still a good promo. But he's he's done that one before about the whole taking the spot it's thing. Yeah, and it was different, but it was the same feeling. Like you, you know, you don't deserve it. You haven't taken over. Yeah, you haven't yeah. rise to your potential. Yeah, so it was okay. I mean, you know, I. I mean, look, I give all these wrestling wrestlers and, and people credit for trying to do something, to trying to put something out. I really think that, you know, you're pretty damned if you do, damned if you don't. People are going to complain. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it, people are going to get, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to please everybody. But I will say I was disappointed on Raw that they wasted an hour and a half of that entire show re-showing the Men's Royal Rumble. I get that that's probably easy to do for them, but, I mean, I thought they had to do a little better than that. Yeah, it was lazy. That was lazy. Unless they're, they're trying to use it to get, uh, you know, Drew McIntyre over for people to see, like, how yeah how awesome he really is. I tell you what, the, the, the Twitter, like, I always usually follow these wrestling shows on Twitter to see what people are saying. And the, the Twitter people were like, oh, I love watching this again. This is a great rumble. Oh, I, I, reliving that Drew moment. I'm like, all right, well, people are kind of generally a little... Not bitching about it, which I was surprised about. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's getting disgusting in here, Brock. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> um. So I thought the Edge promo was good. You know, Edge cut a good promo. It would have been much better with the with the crowd, but he was still pretty into it. Still pretty good. 
You know, of course they're going to have yeah, a match. Yeah, it's right, the, the close-up rate on him and all that, instead of the hokey, like, crowd shots and all that stuff that they do. Yeah. It made it feel more, okay, I'm talking directly to you, Randy Orton. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. That was well done. Um, what do you think of the uh, Undertaker stuff? It was odd. I don't know. The Undertaker coming out real fast and, you know, wearing what... With his shirt pants. off? <laughs> yeah. And his headband and, on? But AJ Styles cuts great promos and, you know, him with the OC was... Yeah, I thought it was pretty um, funny how he was like, take this paper to him. And they were like, I don't want to be... He's like, you're the toughest man in the building, Carl Anderson. Take this... Uh, take it, walk this out to him. <laughs> and then the Undertaker still using teleportation tricks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That no one can seem it's, to figure out. It's canon. He, he can teleport and control the lights. He's got powers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then you just had a bunch of other stuff, and then you got to uh, Stoke Cold Steve Austin, which I was surprised they even <coughs> made him <coughs> come out for this. I was surprised by that. But, I mean, it was funny, the buying sacks and stuff, but it was kind of dumb. It was dumb. That was the dumbest thing they've aired all week. Yeah. He kicked Byron Saxon right in the nuts, too. By accident. <laughs> wink, wink. Accident. Yeah, by accident. I think I got hurt during that segment, too. Did he? Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. Just said that he got a legitimate injury doing that during that segment. <coughs> it looked like the one scene he fell when he got in the ring. I wonder if that was it. Yeah, he, wow. And then he was like, oh, I blew myself up coming in the ring. What's wrong with me? You know, it was really weird. <laughs> um, there was no WWE backstage. There was uh, NXT. I, I was completely disappointed in NXT. I don't understand. I, I read some interviews where they were like, you know, they just kind of bought themselves a week because they're going to try some new different things with it. I think that's a lame excuse. Uh, that was just stuff you watch on the network when you have the network and you have nothing to watch. Like highlight videos of mm-hmm. Finn Balor's history and Rhea Ripley's history and rivalry between champ. Like, uh, why did they not wrestle? I don't understand that one bit. I don't think you're going to see any in-ring stuff till after WrestleMania. I mean, you I don't have... think they want anybody getting sick and spreading through the entire locker room and then not being able to do Mania at all. You think you're just going to see a lot of this crap? Well, yeah. then, well, then here's the thing, Brock. If that's the case. Then why not let all your your young talent of the performance center wrestle on NXT? Then people that it's not going to be on Takeover. You're not going to be on Mania. Why don't you just showcase your young talent? That's what I would done. I would take out the when whole. Watch it. What's that? When people watch it, we'd watch it. But we'd like watch the it. casual viewer sit down and watch it. No one's going to watch highlight videos. I didn't even bother watching NXT last night. A lot of people didn't either. Because they saw and heard what it was going to be, and they just shut it off. I'd rather them be like, hey, here's a new wrestler we signed. You know, here's Mercedes Martinez. She's going to fight, you know, uh, Deanna Parazzo. I'd rather watch that than nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the ratings show that AEW almost doubled the ratings of, of NXT last well, night. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there, was, was, there wasn't an NXT show. How did AEW's ratings do? Do you have that in front of you again? Uh, not in front of me, but I saw they did over nine hundred thousand, and like NXT was like either four or five hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, no one watched a show that no one gave a shit about, you know. Yeah. 
Um, let me. I, I think I got the numbers here. Yeah, they did good. Nine thirty-two. I think it's one of their highest. NXT record low five forty-two. I mean, yeah, I just don't get that. I don't get why they did nothing. I don't know. Yeah, also has to remember that WWE is programming seven hours worth of content, where AEW is doing two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I get that. Yeah, it's a lot easier if you only had two hours to worry about, and no big show to build to right now. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, there wasn't much to talk about the WWE. So let's go over and talk about AEW. Um, they had a different show. They had it in front of that arena. Uh, or in the, what were they in the football stadium at in in Jacksonville? There's that pavilion. Yeah, it's, I think it's the pavilion off of either their practice facility or the actual Jacksonville okay. uh, Jaguar Stadium. Um, what did you think about Dynamite last night, Ken? I, I mean, I don't want to be called a homer, but I thought out of what they could have done, I thought it was done very well. Uh, I wish it would have been in front of a live crowd to hear the pop for like Brody Lee in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I wish that would have happened. Um, I like the idea to an extent of having like the pyro, but it started getting excessive like later on. Like to start the show is fine, um, but like whenever Lucha Brothers are coming out or like junk, you know, uh, Jurassic Express, like they don't need to waste the money on that. I feel it's kind of like a, uh, you know, like look at us. Um, but uh, I thought the. Uh, What's his name? I thought the vignettes that they did were done well, and I'm really thinking that the next time they have a show, it's going to be some pre-taped stuff like the parking lot match. Yeah, you're going to see some different. Well, let's let's go through it. Uh, Brock, generally, did you like the way they did it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with doing it again. Why? Because all the people involved. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, I myself was really impressed with it, too. I thought they did a wonderful job. Um, I thought the show was really, really good. Um, you know, I watched all of it. There really wasn't much I skipped or anything. Um, the opening segment, I thought Cody did a great job, the way he came out and explained it and then kind of tied it into, like, the current troubles in the Elite and what they were doing, you know. And it had mm-hmm. that little goofy feeling, like, oh, this is weird in front of this stadium. But, I mean, they did a good job with, like, uh, you know, the way Hangman came out and all that. It was good. The opening was good. Um, the, I love that they had wrestlers in the crowd. Me too, yeah. And, and, you know, and not only, but it made it... Everybody last night, I think, had a feeling like that they were really having fun is, is the, is the mm-hmm. key to it. Like when you watch Raw the other night, even when I watched SmackDown, other than Cesaro, who looked like happy to do what he was doing, people just looked kind of like, oh, this sucks. You know, like, this yeah. is bad. Like, the girls wrestling first were like, this is bad. This really felt to me like they were like, wow, this is, f- like, we're having a good time. We're all joking at ringside. We're all, like, laughing. We're having a good time. It really just felt like, like you know, a bunch of friends getting together and putting off this show for themselves. And it was really enjoyable. It made it fun to watch. I don't know. It made it fun to watch. Maybe because a lot of the annoying AEW fans weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah, seriously. But you know they were good. I mean, MJF was 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 beautiful last night. Agreed. He was amazing last night. Jer- oh, Jericho was absolutely amazing too. I mean, so funny all the talking that they were doing, everything that was going on. You know, um, even like the women's match was 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 okay. You know, the stuff that they did, it was entertaining enough. Um, 
Then you had, um, I thought the uh, Lucha Bros Best Friends match was good. I like what Chuck Taylor said, kicked in a dick. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> my partner just got kicked in the dick, he said. My wife was like, is he allowed to say that? <laughs> I said, I think Chuck Taylor says whatever. Chuck Taylor is the only guy to be on two shows at once. Did you see that? I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, good old Chucky e. T. Um, do you think that Pac is stuck in like the UK, or do you think he's in the states? That's how it's wondering. He might be stuck in the UK. Because I wonder if last, no- if like after last week, if he went home to his family, and then now was like, oh shit, I can't get back, you know? Which I don't blame mm-hmm. him. Because he would have been a part of that segment last night, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Lucha Bros are good. I like them. Um, I. Age wasn't on SmackDown. They advertised her all week, and yep. then all of a sudden she just had travel issues. Yep, her travel issues stuck her. I think she's tr- stuck somewhere, too. Um, yeah, the Butcher and a Blade versus Jurassic Express. That one was just okay. It was just more funny watching MJF yell at his lackeys. That was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I gotta say, this is probably the best Butcher and Blade match I saw them wrestle, though. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. They actually got to do some stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just a squash. Then you had to reveal the exalted one, and I thought it was absolutely perfect. He can teleport too, except that he can't have the camera on him when he was coming out. Before we cut away real quick, did you catch that? No, I, I missed did. that. At what part? Whenever they started the radio, the video of the reveal, he was already walking out on stage before the video package. Oh, really? So he could hide, you know, how he appeared behind them. Yeah. It was only for like a, a half second at most, and they like two frames of film, and then they cut away real quick. Oh, I'd have to take like, Oh, damn, that was Brody Lee. That was Brody Lee. Yeah. I thought his video package was great. Mm-hmm. I think he put on some weight, which, you know, hopefully he can still go in the ring. But other than that, I thought everything was great. I, I like that he also is like, you know, it's, I don't know, I like to feel the dynamic of it. And he cut a good promo. Like, it was good. He's good. I mean, people said. You know, that they should have let him talk, you know. I liked that he even took a shot at Vince, like, one delusional old man didn't believe in me, you're not the first. You know, he's good. I mean, I don't know, I, I still don't get it today why the WWE didn't couldn't make it work with him. Because he is talented. This is exactly what I wanted for the Dark Order. When we first talked about the Dark Order months ago, and they started hitting about having somebody, I said they should have Luke Harper. That they, I know people wanted Matt Hardy. Luke Harper works so good there because he actually now makes them a threat because of his size and his ability. You know, I mean, he makes Evil Uno look like a kid next standing next to him. You know, <laughs> it, it's good. I like I it. That, I don't like um, his attire. I, he needs to get rid of the baggy pants. You don't like the baggy he pants? I didn't like. And the eyeball on his stomach. That was fine. It was just the, the baggy pants, like the that always was off putting with me with him because he's he's a fit guy. He doesn't need to like hide anything. I like the know? White Ranger robe and all that was cool. Yeah, I liked I liked his his, his get up for the most part. Yeah, yeah. They stayed away from kind of like the Undertaker esque and went with all white. Yeah, and then black underneath. Yeah, you're right though. The baggy pants is kind of weird. I didn't think he looked that out of shape. Oh, well. No, that's what I mean. He doesn't have anything he needs to really cover up. He's still in good shape. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. It, it instantly makes that team way more of a threat and way more credible having a guy like him 
in there. I'm glad it's gonna that's... Him, he has minions. Yeah, it's the reverse. The threat. There's lackeys now. Yeah, instead of being like the lackey and the minion, it's good. It's good to see like like mm. the way they did that. So that was great. I thought that was great. It's a shame they couldn't have done that live because the people would have went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about the uh, Lanch Ar- Archer vignette stuff? I like it. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, I, I think it, like, Ken, you said something about having a Wyatt family feel to it. Uh, I think, yeah, a little bit, but it didn't feel like the supernatural stuff. I don't really like Lance Archer's look with the whole red ponytail braid thing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It kind of looks weird, but. I tell you what, which I thought was good, great booking by them is, you know, the WWE introduces a guy like him. What would you? What would they normally do with him on Raw for like six weeks straight? Sure, a small little ten second vignette with his name on screen. And then when he came live, he would what? Beat up jobbers for about seven weeks straight, right? Yeah, he'd uh, lose to like uh, he'd lose to uh, someone's team. Paul Cruz. Zack Ryder. Yeah, I feel like what yeah. they or you know like what they did with Strowman and, and Eric Rowan. They're fighting these no local indie wrestlers every time they do there. I felt like yeah. they did that already in one segment. They did that segment yeah. where he beat up all those people in the ring. It's like, look, here's what he can do to jobbers. He just beat twenty of them at once, and now he's right at he Cody. Those guys too. <laughs> he was what? He's really laying it in on those guys, too. Oh, yeah. He's destroying those Especially guys. Especially that Juggalo guy. That's my favorite guy. And uh, Jake felt really good, really good, like, sitting there dialoguing it. It felt like, it felt backwoods scary. You know what I mean? Like, like this guy's... Yeah. It was good. I just, I, I don't get the whole red ponytail braid thing. It looks fucking stupid. He's the murder hawk. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the name Murder Hawk either. <laughs> some of these names, I like the. I like the look and the story, but like some of the names, I'm like the Murder Hawk. Is it like the Chicken Hawk from Foghorn Lane? <laughs> Possibly. But yeah, it was good. That's scary dude, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. That was a cool uh, segment. Good for Jake. It looked good. Everything worked. And then uh, the last thing, you had the Inner Circle. Which, let's just talk about how great uh, Jericho's entrance was with Sammy Guevara singing. That was hilarious. And then when Chris <laughs> Jericho said that Aaron Anderson was carrying a Waffle House menu, <laughs> I about lost my shit. That was absolutely perfect. My favorite line of Jericho is whenever he's talking about Cody's tattoos. It looks like something Excalibur drew. And when he was five years old with finger paint, and then Taz started laughing. like, you popped for that one, Taz. You're going to hear about that later. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying that a lot. He goes, oh, JR, you popped that one. You're going to get scolded. He was saying stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that was funny. I liked when um, he called Hangman Page, Hand Wash Page. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> and then they put it up on the screen, Hand Wash Page. He's, he's just so good. I mean, you can't say enough about the guy for how quick-witted and funny he is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like when he banned all fans from future events. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he couldn't remember the name of the inner circle, and it's his own group. And then he just, like, <laughs> made fun of himself for it and changed it all up. It was great. <coughs> I like it. He's like, look at this asshole coming out now with his Waffle House menu that he's carrying. I'm like, that's just perfect. <laughs> So good. And that match was fun. Ever there's so many people into it and and then you of course you had the big reveal at the end with Matt Hardy, which I kinda of find a little silly. I don't know. 
I, I'm not yeah. a big Matt Hardy guy. I don't really get it. I don't understand why anybody would be afraid that Matt Hardy is coming. Like, he's, you know, I don't know. People like it. He's more intimidated than Nick Jackson. I guess. You know, he's like across the arena doing his open mouth stare and his delete gimmick, which I'm just over. But, I don't know, people love that shit, I guess. Because people were going nuts for it. Maybe he'll do something new with it. I like to actually see this be his heel turn. Like, you know, he's going to set up like he's going to be this guy to save him, and he just joins, you know. Because he's always good at reinventing himself. I feel like if he comes to AEW, he could come in and be like, all right, I'm going to come in as this guy for now to get a pop, but then he can turn heel and be big money Matt later. Maybe he'll turn on the um, Young Bucks and get some kind of partner for him, and they can feud with the Bucks for a while. Yeah, he enjoyed the inner circle. Yeah. I tell you what, they are very getting very, very WWE heavy over there, don't you think? Yeah, I think they're done. They can't do so much more. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot now. There's quite a bit. It, yeah. It looks very much, it's going to start looking very much like an episode of Raw here. An old episode or something. They got a lot. Or TNA. Or TNA, yeah. So you got they got to be careful. Maybe, uh, I don't know. A lot of people still think they're going to get the revival. Who the hell knows? Telling you they need to go to New Japan. Don't even, don't even worry about the states. Yeah, move on from there. But yeah, it was well done. You know, hats off to them. They did a great job with it. You know, I noticed they said, you know, um, you know, the, now we're going to see blood and guts the next time on Dynamite. Do you think there's going to be a Dynamite next week? It doesn't sound uh, like it. No, I think it might. It might be a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if it's two weeks. They filmed a lot of extra stuff, so maybe we'll get, like, two episodes. They might film two episodes at a time. Yeah, because they didn't really say next week. They just kept saying next time. So I wonder, you know, if they can't use that. I wonder if it took a lot of manpower and stuff to put off, pull off what they did last night, if maybe they don't want to. I don't know. You know, maybe if they just stay yeah. in Jacksonville and don't have to travel, they could just keep working. They could refilm a bunch of stuff and then just put it out. You don't have to go live, you know. Yeah, with no fans being, nothing's going to get out. Yeah, you could record all your stuff in one weekend and start doing, like, ROH-type roles and shit, you know. I mean, that's what I would do. I would have sat there and recorded at least three weeks of it and been like, okay, we're good for three weeks. Yeah, next week, their governor might say, you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that they like, I think they taped like five or six matches for like dark stuff, and apparently one of the matches was uh, Brandon Cutler versus Cole Cabana, and Cole Cabana got upset and they restarted the whole match. Got upset? <laughs> What's that? When he said what he got upset? Yeah, he got upset. Like he was visibly disappointed in how it was going, and they restarted the whole match. Probably because of how bad Brandon Cutler is. <laughs> Probably. Cole Cabana was funny last night. He smacked what's his name across the face. Kick Saban, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the quote? He's like, hey, you think I'm not gonna do anything? I'm I'm a wrestler too. Like, he's like making fun of him. He's like, Oh, that Penelope Ford was good. She was all over the place. Yeah, all in all it was it was inter- it was good. I, I thought it was kind of funny when they were standing there and they were like Oh, you don't have another member. You don't have another member. There's only four of you. And Dustin Rhodes is standing right there at ringside. 
who interjects himself <laughs> into every one of their feuds. I'm like, they have Dustin. What? Like, oh, okay, obviously someone's coming out. I thought it was going to be Mox. I did too. I'm surprised Mox isn't involved in all this. Maybe he's not able to. Maybe something's wrong with him. Who knows? Maybe he's not really cleared. Jackson is self-quarantining because his wife is pregnant. I think so. Oh, is she pregnant? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't on backstage this week either. This showed clips. Not Nick Jackson's wife is pregnant. Oh. Okay. I thought you meant Renee Young is pregnant. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's why Nick Jackson's doing that. Mm-hmm. It seems odd. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless he's hurt, he could be, I guess. Well, he had that great fall on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Jack tried to help, which is too heavy for one man to lift. Yeah, that's why they, he said that's why we called the elite to help him out. <laughs> oh, he's funny. All right, well, there you go. That's it. Short show, not much going on. We don't know what we'll have next week. We don't know. We don't know what we're about to watch over the next couple of days. So if there's something, we'll talk about it. If not, then we'll see you when we see you. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Stay healthy. And uh, God bless. Later.